In uh, Job chapter 22, I want to share with you uh, a few thoughts from verses 21 through 30. Uh, Job chapter 22, verses 21 through 30. Verse 1 says, Submit to God and be at peace with Him. In this way, prosperity will come to you. The first point would be submission. Something we don't like to talk about, but something that is essential to our walk with God is to submit to the one who made us, the one who cares for us, the one who loved us, the one who created us and knows us best and loves us the most. So this submission here is uh, for our own good because it brings peace with him. And in this way, prosperity will come to you. Um, Verse 22, accept instruction from his mouth and lay up his words in your heart. This is study and learning and application of the word of God. So first of all, we have submission, then we have study. Spend time in God's word and allow the instruction from his mouth to lay up his words in our heart. We're so interested in learning, I believe, that we're just grasping at all of this uh, knowledge that's available to us. But true wisdom is really only found in the scripture. So allow it to lay up in our hearts. Uh, Verse 23, return to the Almighty, you will be restored. Return to the Almighty, you will be restored. And if you remove wickedness from uh, far from your tent, um, God is going to do a work in your hearts as in my heart as we return to him. And this isn't necessarily for someone who is um, a prodigal, has run away, but, but returning meaning let's get back to the wisdom of God and let's get back to pursuing this relationship with God. And let's remove anything in our hearts that would keep us uh, from that relationship. Anything we can just take a... Uh, uh, take a test this morning or take a uh, diagnose our, our lives and what really, where are we getting our information from and where are we finding our enjoyment in? We should be finding our enjoyment in him and in his teaching. And and then it goes on to say, if we remove this wickedness and as, and assign your nuggets to the dust, this is beautiful because it is it is placing what you thought as valuable and placing it in the dust and 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 letting God be the most valuable thing in your life. As a person who worked for years, I I, I still have dreams and my dreams are mainly about jobs, <laughs> mainly about pipe fitting, mainly about things in my past, and I need to let them go. Uh, for some reason, they, they continue to come up uh, because I guess they're still valuable. It was a huge part of me, and it's okay to be a part of me, but it's it's not the value. I used to value myself by what I did, and now I value myself by whose, whose I am and I belong to God. So uh, uh, verse uh, t- 24 goes on to say, and assign your nuggets to the dust, your gold of Ophir to the rocks and the ravines. They were putting their trust in the, the gold that they had or in their 401ks, if you will, or in their retirement plan or in their own ability to do things. And uh, Job's friend here says to to Job, don't trust in anything other than this. Now, we know that Job's friends were not great friends to him, but this is great advice. Um, 
Job, uh, Job's friends was uh, friend was reaching for something here to try to explain this this reason that Job was going through so much. But for me this morning, I think these these words just speak of my relationship with God and what do I hold true and valuable valuable in my life. Uh, twenty five. Then the Almighty will be your gold. The choice is silver for you. Surely, then you will find delight in the Almighty and will lift up your face to God. This is distrust issue. What am I going to trust? Am I going to trust what's going on in the world and say, oh, just throw my hands up and give up? Or am I going to trust in God? And will God the Almighty be then my purest gold? Will he be the most valuable thing in my heart and in my life? Verse 27, you will pray to him and he will hear you and you will fulfill your vows. What you decide on will be done and light will shine on your ways. This is beautiful. This is a return to prayer and asking God uh, for um, what he wants to do in your life. And he will hear you, he says, and he will fulfill, you will fulfill your vows. God's um, we're not bending God to us. What we're doing is we're calling on to him. He hears us and then he helps us. Um, he helps us to fulfill the vows that we have made to him. God's grace extends forgiveness and it extends restoration to us. We've made vows to God. Maybe we're not keeping. And and here the instruction is to return to God in prayer and allow him to hear the intents of your heart and allow him to respond and then to give you the grace and the strength to fulfill your vows. Verse uh, 29, when men are brought low and you say, lift them up, then he will save the downcast. He will deliver even one who is not innocent. He um, who will be delivered through the cleanness of your hands. This is important. This is our compassion for lost humanity. This is our concern and our care for sinners. Not God get them, but God lift them up. Not God, just let him be judged and, oh God, let fire from heaven fall like the sons of, th- uh, sons of thunder, right? They were calling down thunder and, and Jesus says, no, 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 no. And, and we lift them up and we say, God, I was once there. Um, great scripture I posted this morning in Titus chapter 3, verses 3 through 8. I'll look that up. It's about reminding us of where we've come from. God, remind me of where I came from and remind me of there was once a time where I walked in sinful behavior uh, on a more prevalent or persistent basis than I do now. I'm still a sinner saved by grace. And I need to be reminded, you need to be reminded maybe of where you came from, of, of the patience that God had in your life and the grace that he's extended to your life. And it's so beautifully put here. When men are brought low because of their own sin, you will say to God, lift them up. Not get them, God, but God lift them up. Then he will save the downcast. He will deliver even the one who is not innocent. None of us are. Who will be delivered through the cleanness of your hands. Not that your hands are pure and righteous, but when we come before the Lord um, in prayer and we just say, God, save my family. God save my friends. God save those who are just in such wickedness out there and are so deceived. And the Bible says here that God will minister to them. He'll lift them up and he'll save them because the cleanness of our hands. Because we've come to God asking God to forgive us. Then we can be instruments of forgiveness 
in the lives of others. Let me pray for you. In Numbers chapter 6, verse 24, the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord turn his face toward you and give you peace. I love you so much. And I'm proud of you that you're in his word. Until we talk again, God bless.